Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Horrible Decisions. I just want y'all to take a moment of silence one time, baby. <laughs> what are you doing? I, you know, I got a little steamy in here. You welcome know, guys. We are in a studio, honey. I know. I got, I'm excited. You know, I'm just lifestyling everything, even though they already did it. Y'all, she put the mask on for a fix, but we gonna take that shit off real quick because we got condoms on the mic, y'all. We do. Ooh. We are at Gotham Podcast Studio at 39 West 38th Street. Is that correct? Yep. Bam, bitch, I that's Adam finished. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it's super affordable. We've been coming here for years. You guys got to stop by. Thank you guys for being open. You know what I mean? I'm glad to be back in the studio. We was doing Zoom. I want to shout out to everyone who rocked with us during the goddamn... Everybody like Zoom. Here you go. Zoom. That, that's how you... <laughs> I do want to actually shout out to our listeners who have still rocked with us at home. I know you have your children, your pets, your spouse, and somehow you managed to find headphones and still... Listen to I us. I don't have every that week. kind of commitment. What like, do you mean? I can't listen to podcasts in the house unless I'm cleaning or unless I'm alone. Bitch, because I ain't gonna hold you. When I to listen to podcasts in front of my nigga, he's like, why you like that shit? My friends hate it. I was in fucking Miami with Crystal, and she's like, bro, you think I want to get dressed to fucking Joe Budden? I don't want to hear that nigga voice. And I literally will listen to Joe Budden and The Read. And between, so Joe Budden drops two episodes a week, three hours, then The Read be over two hours. That's all I could fit in right now. You know what's funny? It's fucking too I much. I fell off from the read. I fell off from like, I can't listen to anything for too long, but when I went to Mexico, I kind of wanted to feel more normal. I was like, I need more niggas in my life. So I started playing the read and it's funny because Ovid would come in the room, he'd be like, that's crazy. I know that shit about Keisha Cole. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> but it's, it's funny how like you can take a break and like, immediately feel like oh my god how have i not been listening to this right so for you bitches who ain't been listening to our fucking show ho well you know that you you know they tried to cancel us but anyway for y'all who is new because y'all still heard us through the grapevine um i'm your girl mandy b 
aka Mandy Baskins, aka Peg the Stallion, aka Full Core Pumps, aka that motherfucking bitch. I get so uncomfortable. And she what I so. really listen, I have to. Okay, and I need to actually keep it growing. I just haven't okay, thought well, of anyway, another one. My name's Sweezy, and I am not like a person that just like AKAs or whatever. Girl, shut any... your ass up talking about a, I ain't a person. Did anyway. you see the cl- clip recirculate where you said we were talking about what we like to say in bed, and Mandy goes, I'm trying to catch that nut. And I said, that is so ghetto. Wait. <laughs> you know what's crazy? <laughs> I actually was just talking to my toy friend about it because he says, I've only really asked him for dick once. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. Because when I was with 24 seven, you know, I'd literally hit him up. Like, let me catch that nut. You want a nut? Let me. And I would send him the Do little peanut emoji. Now. Hell you yeah. Let me catch that nut. Hell yeah. Where that nut going, baby? So do. This is so. What? Why is, is that ghetto? Mandy. You know what? I go like, he calls it Southern, but then I realized he don't like nothing Southern. So I don't think he so really likes. So you say in bed. Uh, Amanda, I mean, I say, say it more sexy. Ooh, give me that nut. Give me that nut. <laughs> <laughs> you don't ask for the nut? What do you call it? Come, bitch. It's, it's synonyms. Okay. Synonyms. Anyway, let's go ahead and do a little quick catch up because y'all, we are solo. There ain't no guests in the motherfucking building. Well, I think we should do our horrible decisions catch up, you guys. This isn't an announcement because we can't say it yet, but Mandy and I are about to have a boss. And this is really <laughs> funny because. Yeah, we can't say it yet. I can't wait to deflect when there's an issue and be like, well, um, you know what? Take it up with the manager, bitch. I mean, that's just what it's going to be. I'm excited. Y'all, we have um some news to tell y'all soon. We ain't going to tell Labor y'all Day, yet. It may not be before Labor it's Day. It's probably going to be after Labor Day. But, but I'm fine with that, y'all. Um, By the way, um, are, are we doing... We You said we're not doing the contest, right? So now I won't say nothing about that. Never mind. But <laughs> it's going to be some switch-ups. Um, I guess, I guess I'll go ahead and start with the catch-up because there's not much for me to catch up with. Y'all know I got my little toy friend. And he surprised me the other day. He, with what? A penis? No, bitch. Well, I get that all the time. But... He um he was supposed to take me to Home Depot because I'm getting plants. Not that I'm going to be a plant like you, but I have pots now. Like, I'm redecorating my house, so I'm getting these plants. And so I was like, babe, I need you to take me to Home Depot. So the day he was supposed to take me to Home Depot, he hit me up and was like, so is the nude beach open? And I was like, uh, yeah. He was like, would you want to go? I said, duh. He said, I'll be there in 30. Have and you met me before? I, well, I'm the one who told him about it and he had never went. So I'm like, it's a random fucking Tuesday and here we go. Going to the fucking beach. That's cute. So we went to the nude beach. I had a, a great time. He actually had did a great you time. Did water? Yeah, we did. It's, a, it's in Sandy Hook. So Gunnison Beach, y'all know I talk about it all the time. Like the school thing? See, and I, that's what I told him. I was like, I only know about the school for Sandy Hook. And the, you can't even say the word. What, what, what was it else? It was like a hurricane that ruined Sandy Hook too, right? And then I don't know. All the trains was fucked up going and leaving Jersey. I got stranded in Jersey one time and got kidnapped because I was new to New York. I, I, oh, I, you told that story I shared the story at the live show. But anyway, so we went to the nude beach. Um, he actually got all the way nude. So it was exciting. Why wouldn't he? You be acting like his dick down to his ankles. Uh, his dick is so big. <laughs> he actually got new with his because big old cock. I mean, because he's still like, I mean, he's still like, I wouldn't say like in that lifestyle. So we went there and it's crazy. Shout out to Candace Vaughn. She was there. So ran into her. She was like, oh, y'all just looked so beautiful walking up. Bitch, I, I didn't even know. know she's a porn star. Oh, so yeah, yeah, if y'all want to go to the beach, there's porn stars and 
all types of fun. So we got into the water and then came back. I, I was drunk as shit, so I don't even know what all conversations we was having. But I did let him know. I tell everybody he's my boyfriend. And he was fine with me referring to him as my boyfriend. So I was like, okay, I guess you understand you're my boyfriend. Isn't then. it funny how that happens? I pretty much just told That's him. That's how I got He was one. like, so, like, when you talk to your friends about me, like, what do they know me as? My boyfriend. Do you say toy friend? No. I mean, I told him on the show he's a toy friend. But, I mean, I was like, my boyfriend. You're taking the tuh to a buh? Don't do that. Don't do that. You're okay. So, you called him a toy friend. Oh, you was like, it I rhymes with toy friend. Um, but... <laughs> We ended up, um, I ended up like, it was so nice for, for, I guess, any of you guys who are in the New York area. And I'm sorry to the lifestyle people. Every time I tell, talk about Gunnison, they be like, damn, shh, don't tell everybody. Um, but, but we're like, what the fuck? This is like, this is like a horror arena. It's like a horror convention. (laughs) Every time you listen to this show, whether you're in secret or in public, and you're part of the horror hive, you know you're listening to find out some shit that you feel like you either can't ask your friends or that you're a part of. So we have to tell them. We have to divulge. I know Mandy didn't want to tell y'all about the sex club. Don't do I know, but now because, I feel like I can't go there. But you do, bitch. But not since we really done started show. First off, COVID too. I'm thinking of doing NSFW, but we're going to talk First about all, that. Mandy had sex. What? At NSFW after the nigga was interviewed at our show. And now you want to be like, we can't tell everybody, but <laughs> well, anyways, let me tell y'all what happened for those of y'all who are interested. Um, so it was probably much spaced out than Miami was. I actually did feel everybody was six feet apart. He was comfortable. We got in the water. I ended up giving him a massage, um, on the beach, which was nice. And then my friend, shout out Anthony, aka white chocolate. He pulled up with more of the vodka. But then he put a barrier because, bitch, I want... Now, is he white chocolate because... <laughs> Here you go. He's he, white. He feels like he has a black man in him. I don't know. Much like gay men feel like they have a... White gay men feel like they... He looked like a he looked like a short, big Clay Thompson. So maybe he's mixed with black. Uh-huh. But he looked white. I don't know. But anyway, Does white... Does he talk like this? Nah, he don't talk like that. Okay, because I hate like that wigger shit. Yeah, he don't... Damn. I really do. Everybody I mean, too. That. I ain't gonna hold you. But I mean, I feel like that's at the same time the only type of white guy I would really fuck with. A wigger? Like, who's the nigga who, um, Dancing Mike? Who, who, who he is? Dancing Mike. Magic Mike? That. Who, what's his name? <laughs> what's his name? Oh, oh Tom. Right, he's a wigger right. to me. I mean, oh, I can't. J- 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 something, Chatham. 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 That's a wigger to me, and I would fuck some Channing Tatum. You think Tatum. he's a wigger? Yes. He got some soul to him, like a Justin Timberlake is a wigger to me. No, no, no. Even though, okay, don't, wait, okay, don't okay. Be disrespectful, bitch. <laughs> Hold on. What? Wigger to me is like not white people that are like okay. I got culture. Wait, I got you. But white people Paul, have to have to like put a voice. Paul on. Wall. Yes, for sure. A Paul Wall. A um, who's that white girl that be? Ooh, she's like oh, ooh, Miley, bad baby. Miley Cyrus be doing it sometimes. Bahad baby, yeah. It's not Bahad baby. That's it's, how she spells her name. It's bad baby, okay. bro. This whole said Bahad. <laughs> anyway, bombs over Bahad baby. Anyway, we did end. Song, we, we did end um the nude beach with a nice parking lot fuck. So that was just nice. And guys, I just encourage you before the end of the summer to Were test you out. Drunk? Duh. Bitch, I was drunk as fuck. I said, listen, I just want to let like, you know. Let me catch that nut. In the, in, in the back of the car. Show did. And so he had that little, you know, the little lining, the, um, the aluminum foil you put in the mm-hmm. windshield. 
he kept that thing up so no one could like look. That's through. cool. That's that's a great it, sex tip. It, that could be a hoarder. That could be a hoarder, bitch. Let's see. I felt like I was in an easy bake oven, bitch. Um, <laughs> what's new? Oh, a bitch moved to Brooklyn, and Here y'all we go. know I've been Here already trying to leave. And by the grace of God, yesterday I had a gas leak, bitch. But and you was, said they fixed it, right? Yeah, they did. But I must still complain, <laughs> and it was my fault because I was getting TVs mounted. But that's not the point. Bro, you busted the pipe? Any, some little Jamaican man came in and he hung up the living room when it was fine. So then the second Here we go. Room, Y'all know we bedroom, getting a Jamaican accent. Air mine. He said. I think we broke a pipe. Stuck- <laughs> Mind you, right? Like, I'm on my computer working or whatever. And he comes in with his fucking mask on. And I already can't understand him because it's through the mask and his accent thick. And he giving me this look. I was like, oh, wow, it's finished already? He's like, nah, not exactly. Why don't you come back to the room and let me show you what happened? So I come in the room and all I can hear is, no, seriously. And I said, is that smoke? He's like, no, that's gas. I was like, like if you smell eggs, act fast when you smell gas. I said, should I call nine one one? Yes, no, because I'm on a contract with Tesseract. <laughs> So hold on. This is why I knew I should have called one of my like old niggas to come fucking mount the shit during the day. So anyway, now the fucking pipe is fucking bust and the gas is coming out because opposite my bedroom wall is the kitchen. I guess I ain't going to hold you. When I moved into my apartment, they told me I can't mount TVs because of how the walls and the pipes are set up. They literally told me I couldn't. And of course, aesthetically, I want my fucking TVs mounted. I didn't ask. I'm a millennial. Who doesn't have mounted TV? Why do I have to ask to fucking drill anything? So whatever. So now I'm embarrassed to fucking bother the super (laughs) because I already locked myself out of the apartment twice because the door is so heavy. God. So I call the super. I'm like, hey, something's going on with the wall and there's gas coming out of it. He's like, excuse me was the wall fine or did you do something to it i was like well now there's a hole in it you you just said now there's a hole because i was trying to watch my words so i can get out of this lease and move back to the lower east side and he's like well what did you do to the wall i was like well i didn't do anything but there is a hole in it maybe you could send somebody up bitch the gas starting to fill up the house so much i'm getting lightheaded before jamaican man he'll know what to do and i'm like wow Okay. You definitely so, can't break your lease if you did it, bitch. Well, technically, I didn't do it. But here's what I did. <laughs> they had to cut off the gas. I feel so bad. Everybody <sighs> on my side of the building. So my unit ends in They like had a, a, no a hot water and no stoves. If you, Y'all got to But let you. me tell you why I feel so bad. I go downstairs. I recognize this girl from like a bar in the mail room. She's like, oh, my God, did you just move here? I'm like, yeah, what about you? She's like, girl, this shit is hood as fuck. My motherfucking uh, hot water ain't working. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> you did that shit. Well, I was sleeping at my house last night because I felt bad about it. But anyway, oh, so here's really all that's new with me. You guys know I was on birth control. I told on Patreon I'm off it because it, like, fucked me up. And I feel like literally I have panic attacks about if I'm going to be pregnant every month. And it was almost worth not having the craziness I did for 14 days. My shit was liquid. I'm sure. My period was weird. My body was going crazy. I got a pimple on my face in a place I've never got it in it. And honestly, I feel like every month I'm literally begging for it. I'm like, oh, 
I know my period is going to be missing. Why am I asking for a cream pie? Why am I doing this shit? I don't know. It's like my mind gets so blind. Listen, I told you the IUD 1100, abortion five. I could do two before it costs the amount of Mandy, that mother. You can't my bad. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, like I said, I don't even think he his swimmer swim any motherfucker. Let's way. just talk for you. But like I was this. well thinking no before we get our real let, bosses. Let me shut up. Anyway, since we're talking about birth control, that is our vanilla shit for this week. Um Guys, this comes from the New York Times and probably oh, the every Supreme Court. Yes, and probably every other news source that you can think of. This is recent, but the some the Supreme. Look at look, you got me thinking about cream pies, bitch. <laughs> the Supreme <laughs> Court upholds Trump administration regulation letting employers opt out of birth control coverage. The regulation was the latest attempt to undermine the contraception mandate, a signature initiative of the Obama administration. Um, the decision was made seven to two and is the latest turn in seven years of fierce litigation over the contraception mandate. Um, I guess I kind of wanted to talk to you guys about what kind of that means at, um, a lot of employers did have to, under the Obama administration, were required to provide cost-free coverage for contraception. And the Trump um, administration sought out to limit that. And what's crazy is, um, and what a lot of people are saying is, employers still have to cover Viagra. So it's just like the idea that Viagra can be something that can be covered from an employer, but now contraception and birth control is not. It's just kind of another way they just be like, fuck women. And I just want to, I just really hate them. I don't know. I've never really went through, I know we talk avidly on just the free clinics, Planned Parenthood. And I think that that's why it's so important too, to donate when you can to those organizations. Um, Because I know that that's a a, a lot of places where (laughs) shit, my friends and shit know where to go. I, I don't know what to me is there's an obsession that we have with women and it's, their bodies. It's, it's awful. even when I mean we all do it. Even when it's we all like, have sex? No, no, no. Oh. We're all judgy in this way. Even if we consider ourselves liberal people, we all have this moment. Shit, you guys probably had it when I just said I'd be getting cream pies and then scared. And it's shit, like, I ain't even gonna hold you. I used to judge the fuck out of wheezy ass having unprotected sex. And- but I loved them. I, you- <laughs> it's using a condom is different when you're in love. It's like, for example, sure, I'm risking an STD. This is some dumb shit to say, but let me just get this dumb shit out. Let you get dumb. I feel like Okay, if you get chlamydia at the risk of love, it's different from if you get chlamydia at the risk of like, damn, I'm just going to club this weekend. Like, I loved that nigga. Are you and serious right now? I, it didn't happen to me. I'm just, this is a, just a for but instance. This is your logic. As long as I love you, it's okay if you give me the clap. No. That's what you're saying, bro. No, I'm, I'm fucking around. <laughs> but like, no, nah, but just hear me. I'm not scared to get pregnant because I can pay to make that go away. But I am always scared <laughs> to get an STD. And y'all can judge me and think I sound dumb. And I know I do. But all I'm saying is when I stopped using condoms with certain partners from you that you've heard on the show me talk about, it's because you know I'm falling for them niggas. And my pussy and my brain do this dumb thing where they don't match you know what i'm saying it's just like they're like bitch why would you do that you want your bodies to be connected and i can't do it with latex in between me it's i ain't even gonna hold you that's how i know my little toy friend is meant for me bitch ph not affected 
period come on time like we are in sync together also when you use when you're i mean it's it literally one minute, partner but one partner but i was never having sex with multiple partners well i condom. sure was and that's why i was like condom 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 well you know i'm a one man woman even if it's a one man every three months <laughs> <laughs> listen i remember when i was dating this dude last year and he said to me like why do i feel like you do all this shit that you doing with me for all your niggas and I'm like, well, what am I doing? He's like, you cook, you clean, you be calling me to make sure I'm okay. I feel like you do this for all the niggas you talk to. I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, that's me. Look. And it, I felt awful because it made him feel like he wasn't special to me. But yeah, that is what I do. Well. I like to play house. Sue me. I sure don't. But this nigga got me fucked up, bitch. I was like, hmm, should I make chicken marsala or seafood linguine? Wow. I know. Who the fuck am I? I'm about to ask this nigga if he even like mushrooms. Y'all, Mandy also has a protective style. I think somebody's turning into... Yeah, the fuck right, bitch. You sick I, didn't, I was having protective styles before you. Hold on. Let's think about it, Mandy. Bitch, I done had braids before you, ho. I don't know about before. I mean, we gonna pull it up on the YouTubes. Show did. But anyway, the bitch... Let's really think about it. Here you go. Mandizzle... Is over here talking about she's hiking, she's booed up, she doesn't want to uh, use condoms anymore, she's cooking for a nigga, she's in her feelings. So, you know what's crazy about not even being in my feelings, but we're like super open as far as like other partners, who else I'm talking to, when we first met, like we were open about everything. But now you're falling Yo, in. No, and do you know, we like had that love. conversation and he was like, apparently he was controlling in past relationships and he was like, I don't ever want you to feel like you can't do what you want to do and I'm keeping you from that. And I was like, I just want you to know too, I done told my hoes you in the picture and I don't even want them hoes no more. Like, bitch, I done turned down the flute outs just so that I just, I don't even want no other dick, bruh. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what I, what my night. I mean, and then I, I blame COVID. You want to like embody me right now. Oh my God. <laughs> Listen, I'll just tell you too, outside of the COVID, the little NBA bubble helping a bitch too. Them niggas can't fly nobody in, bruh. Yo, honestly, let me tell All you All of that good that ass COVID dick. test is serious. And I don't know if I could do it for dick. Like if someone had to, if I had to get that test just to have to, oh my God. But I'm God. just saying, NBA dick ain't even an option right now, bruh. Unless they not signed. But you can't get in that bubble, bruh. But maybe you can have a side nigga and you can go down to the college guy. Well, no, I'm telling you now. I I know for, for facts they not letting nobody in. Because this nigga just want me to watch him jack off all the goddamn time. He's like, man, can't nobody get in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, well, let me but watch here, you jack you off. FaceTime. Yeah, let me watch you jack off. Well, oh, by the way, I do want you guys to know that, you know, my chlamydia comments, my cream pie comments, <laughs> I'm not going to stop until we are on that bi-weekly salary because I really feel like I have to tighten up I need my you act. to know too it's not a bi-weekly salary we get paid that shit up front bitch that's why I'm getting my car and I'm about to buy a pro- <laughs> I'm, about, I'm about to buy a property in Jersey too I got a call bitch it's nice why as fuck you moving no I don't know I think it's a steal something gotta be wrong with it but it look like a steal I'm Mike gonna show gas, bitch, bitch. maybe it's a fucking penthouse though that shit nice anyway, where is it in Jersey uh Fortley Oh, with a with a view of the nice on the water. I think that's the only place I've been. Actually, you had like a party there years ago, and I was like, I didn't, I didn't know in New York. I was like, wow, oh it's yeah, like over, fifteen pro- minutes probably away. over by Edgewater. Yeah, yeah, but uh, uh, right over there. Yeah, no, I just really feel like this is my time to just say irresponsible shit and act silly and be fun because once I'm held accountable go. to company standards, I will. 
I will try my best to be as POC or no, as PC. <laughs> As POC, bitch. No, y'all don't even want to know. Y'all know why she's saying this? Because, bitch, she wrote me. It was probably 8 o'clock in the morning. Like, I'm I'm really nervous about signing this deal now. Do you see what they're doing to Nick Cannon? (laughs) She she literally was like, we're not going to be able to say anything anymore once we (laughs) sign to this business. And she's like, I just don't know if I'm ready for that type of pressure. I'm not. 8 o'clock in the morning. She sends me a goddamn story and shit. Here's the thing, though. I saw one clip that he said. We can talk about that briefly since whatever. I saw the one clip where he was talking about how white people are barbaric. And I was like, okay. No offense, Brianna. And <laughs> we do have a white I person was like, in the room. Okay, it, whatever. But then the issue is, and I know I sound biased because of my father, but. I was about to say, it was that it was Jews, but not white people. he was saying shit that just didn't make sense. Like, he was saying that Jews weren't Semitic. Right? So, uh, Semitic is, it's the region. It's Afro-Asianatic. It's where you're from. And literally, geographically speaking, yes, Jews are. You can be a um, Ashkenazi Jew, which is the white kind. You can be a Sephardic Jew, which is when I did my swab test, why I came out more than half black. Because you can be a North African Jew. So you can't just say a group of religious people are wicked and do all this shit when they're your brothers and sisters too. Now you sound dumb. But and I ain't going to hold you. That's why I really don't do the the Christianity following. Because to me, not to get into like the parts of where they're from but as far as euro americans and how they came and colonized america when they were christian what they did to slaves and how they still viewed themselves as christians despite them going completely against what the bible said and they were judging you know or or viewing black people as three-fifths of a person and and all of like the shit that they did to them i'm just like there's no way you could really follow a bible and only pick out what suits you like and that's my thing with with religion hard thing too it's like you know we we can't go on this podcast and just say shitty things about Muslims. I have nothing bad to say about yeah, Muslims. Yeah, but I told but you. Pe- but people do it every day. But it's you know also, but as far as just religion. You can't be a Nick Cannon. First of all, when I, when, why I say that, Nick Cannon's on his Dr. Umar right now with a white following. Nick Cannon is huge. He's yeah, recognizable, he not just to us. He is a huge celebrity. And now you go and talk about, and white people love to throw out the Jews because they have really no other super marginalized and disrespected people within their blanket. So I feel like white people love talking about, the Jews were slaves too. They love to tell you that. Well, I just want to let y'all know, she literally early as hell in the morning. She's like, we talk so much shit about white people. I'm just nervous that we're not going to get to do it anymore. And I was like, bitch, y'all, I'm going to stay talking about them crackers. Um, well, I definitely called our boss and I say, <laughs> um, you know, I just want to be sure because I'm doing a lot of acting. <laughs> See, here you go. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! Ha! I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. 
Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Um, you know, for those of you who don't like it, I, I, I do want you to know and understand that you can start a podcast yourself and then you get on there and you say, you know what, Weezy's terrible at her accents. Do it, do it there. But otherwise... Well, I do want it to. This is going to be a blanket. I don't fucking give a fuck. Honestly, about like how you, you feel it. about anything you. I do on this show. Thank because you. for me, I just feel like I started this as an outlet for my like, you know, like Dog, my freedom. You don't shut the motherfucker. And so like whatever I'm trying to do on this show is what I'm going to fucking do. Well, this is going to be my accent and I'm going to just blanket this statement real quick. I feel like every episode, someone is offended by motherfucking something. I said Maria um, a few episodes ago, and someone wanted me to issue an apology to the working Latinx community. And I was just like, listen, we done said to Qantas, we done said Karen, Keisha, Tyrone, we done named names. It's just, it's just what we do. And if you offended, I'm just going to go ahead and just, I apologize if you're offended, but I'm just going to keep saying it. I'm almost getting out. exhausted. It is. It's exhausting. Every but fucking don't episode, get me bro. wrong. I'm a social justice warrior too and I have Twitter fingers and I get angry at people too. However, I think that this is the main thing that I don't give a fuck. I'll be like, bitch, so? Don't fight the fight for someone you know that's on your team. And that's What does really, that mean? I'm going to explain. That's really something to me like when you see people that are actually violent or you know are holding racism, racist racism in their hearts perpetuating it not employing people of color not trying to forward conversation i see why y'all jump down their throats but understand that we're fighting the same fight too and by through comedy through joking around through doing the things we do on this show making people laugh in a light-hearted way this is not only how we make money but this is how people enjoy themselves through us right we didn't always make money doing the show you know what i'm saying now it's our jobs but nothing has really switched up I will say that I've said things on the show that I'm embarrassed about, i.e. Mm-hmm. having to Google what the difference was with transgender or what pronoun to use. Like, I'm not there anymore. But certain jokes I make, I genuinely feel like y'all expect too much. I, me too. And sometimes that's hurtful when you know what fight we're fighting. Like, the things that we want to teach people on this show, the the men and the women that have come to us at live shows and say, dude, I think I was transphobic or homophobic or whatever. Someone jumped on my throat the other day about changing the title of the episode with Hope and Tahoe because it said, am I transphobic? They're like, how fucked up is this? I'm like, have you listened to it, bitch? Right. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I feel like it's not going to be for everybody, maybe if you hear one episode, but for those of you that like growing with us and laughing at us and checking us, which we all appreciate, like, this is for you. But I ain't even going to hold you. When y'all come with the bullshit, bitch, you a pussy ass hoe and I don't want to hear it no more. Anyway, though, we going to get into the hors d'oeuvre. 
And y'all, the hoarder actually comes from um, my toy friend. Oh, my God. So when we have sex, right? Damn, did I delete the goddamn thing? Where'd it go? Oh, call I sent him. it to you. So no, 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 no. Ooh, let's get some I like. I sent it to you. I will not call him. Action. No. We People not say that Old Bay's Wizard Kelly because I only post his nose down. So you should just give us boys. I don't already told you. Y'all ain't getting that close. Y'all got enough with a goddamn nickname. We'll put it. Let's but, see how it sounds. And then we could have Benson maybe do a little. <laughs> no, bitch. Anyway, though. Um, so the hors d'oeuvre, for those of you who are not hip or new time listeners, the hors d'oeuvre is a segment where we give a sex tip. And this one is a tip not only for men, but I wanted to give it to women too, because this is a sneaky way. If your man is not staying hard while y'all are having sex, if he's not, if he's coming once and can't get back hard, or if you just find that he has some sort of ED, again, this is a tip for men and women. And this is what my... My toy friend said he does. Drink beet juice daily. Um, low libido is a common problem that's linked to stress, tiredness, or an underlying medical problem. And I know with COVID right now, a lot of us are stressed and possibly tired of being sick and tired. But drinking this unlikely vegetable juice could help to increase your sex drive. The root vegetable contains high levels of the mineral boron, which boosts the production of sexual hormones. According to beetroot juice maker, Be Active. So we were having this conversation because I legit had to ask that nigga to stop if, drinking beet juice. Well, no, I had to ask him if he either had a rod in his dick or if he was popping Viagra because I was like, I have never fucked a nigga like this, this much to where I'd be crawling, screaming, wanting to get away. Not that I feel sore, but I feel like, like, I was, like, I feel Dude, like, fuck. Like he comes like my nigga, four times. My nigga fucks too so he doesn't fuck too long but he'll nut and then put it right back in four times he, or, or, or fuck too long or he does that he nuts That's and keeps going thing. and i'm just like so let me tell y'all can real you quick. just say he comes for the rest of the show uh, no bitch is a nut ho. But where does he come so it's it's different places so um <laughs> we do different things you know we do different things sometimes over here sometimes he'll just like pull out chat. and squirt on my chest and i'll go like under my neck all the way down to my tits and stomach and then sometimes i mean you know i still like swallowing so it'll be a swallow sometimes um and some other times it'll be just right on my little pussy lips i do love watching porn where girls get came on and then they still get fucked i don't know what so and that's what you do you just get your lashes done yeah a a cluster came out damn for real well probably because i was crying oh yeah i see it oh well it's just two um but anyway (laughs) i wanted to, to talk about like the most recent time I got fucked with him. And that's where I was just like, what the fuck is you doing? And this is how he told me it's beet juice, celery juice, and then sometimes some cold showers. But the beet juice, he said, helps him. He drinks it daily. And he fucked me into a fetal position and tears. Okay. To where, listen, I don't think you understand. Guys, I know 24-7 used to fuck the shit out of me. Why'd you get in fetal and cry? Because, so with how he fucked me, I don't know what. It's like, yes, he snatched my soul. And I know I snatched souls with my, with my, with my mouth. He snatched the soul with like, let me tell you what happened first. So I got really drunk Fourth of July weekend, and when I get drunk, I just be saying a little nasty shit. So I text him at like one o'clock, like, "Oh, I want to fill you in all my holes." <laughs> I said, "I need to fill you in all of my holes right now." Bitch, I said this on Friday, one o'clock, drunk as fuck, and you know, didn't see him Friday. So, bitch, we fight, we fuck on Sunday. Bitch, let me tell you what this motherfucker did. So we're fucking. He's on top, right? Next thing I know, bitch, 
he takes his hand and puts three fingers in my mouth. Wow. Another orifice. Real quick. Her mother would say. Then he takes his other hand, puts it up underneath me and fits two fingers in my asshole. Then starts fucking me. And, and I was just like, oh. And then while he did it, he said, you said you wanted all your holes filled. And I, bitch, I. My whole That's soul hot. was snatched, bitch. My whole, I said, I said all holes, not at once. Now, I do want you guys once. to just refer back Here to you go with the bullshit. episode Quattro, where I go. said I cried from dick. And Mandy was like, bitch. So here's the thing. Okay. My eyes watered, right? So my eyes watered. But when I came the way I came it's after this. It's a release. This, no. When I laid in the fetal position, like, I was like almost... I, I almost had a seizure, I feel like. I don't know. But I laid in the fetal position. My eyes were so watery, they burned to the point that I laid there. Maybe it was a lash glue. No, bitch, I didn't have lashes, ho. I ain't have no lashes. I've been quarantined, ho. I've been like This your first set? Yeah. Well, no, my second. But, bitch, the other one I got fucking when I went to Florida. I was like, bitch, I came to Florida for lashes. No. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, nothing was open here. Um, But he fucked me into this fetal position, and my eyes were 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 so burning that I wanted to lay there and like ball like to where because I felt I felt like I was in pain but not pain but it was pleasure but I felt like my whole soul was snatched and I just wanted to cry to where I, I laid there and normally I get him in a little warm rag and shit and he was like babe are you okay the only thing I could think of to say fuck you fuck you I knew it nigga what else are you telling nigga when I he fucked the shit it. out of you bro I say it all the just time just fuck you bro I'm good, but fuck you. You, I want to say love you, but I wasn't gonna say that. Just fuck you, nigga. How dare it. you make? I've done. How it. dare you snatch my soul this way? It was great. I had sex. It once was great with hospital dick, and I remember it was so intense that he looked at me after, and I was like, "I want you." To- <laughs> and I didn't say it out loud, and he couldn't hear me. But it, I couldn't. Didn't even have a voice. Yeah. I was like, I want you. <laughs> no couldn't handle it I was battling in my head like why do I feel this way what the fuck did he just do to my body how dare I allow a man to have this much control over me I don't know and why that's we how do I, felt. I don't know why I do it either um- today's episode is brought to you by adamandeve.com the best part of staying at home is playing at home what else are you gonna do wash fucking dishes no fuck those dishes go play with your pussy Go jerk yourself off. Take advantage of the downtime. And if nobody's going down on you, choose almost any item at 50% off. And if someone is going down on you, type in couple toys on the search bar. I'm telling you, they have a bunch of shit. There's literally a fucking sleeve that you could put on your dude's dick and jerk him off with it and then put it in your pussy and it's going to like make it bigger. You're welcome. You're going to get free shipping delivered discreetly right to your door. Remember to use the code WD50. That's WD50. Five zero at checkout. They have thousands of products to make you glad that you're staying at home. Sex toys make it so enjoyable. You're even shopping from home and it's more enjoyable when you're shopping for toys to fuck yourself with. So go to adamandeve.com and use that offer code and tell us what you got. So I'm excited to get into the horrible decision this week, guys. The what hor- is it? The hor- <laughs> yeah, because y'all know she don't read my pre-production. You didn't send it. Bitch, I'm reading it through the text message. All you read was the whole mail I sent you? Yes, bitch. That's all you must have sent. No, 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 no. Uh-huh, really? puss asshole. It's oh. It. oh, you got to scroll up. This bitch ain't even read this shit. Anyways, guys, I think because of the place that Weezy and I are in, not only with our fa- our past lovers that oh we God, shared on this. Oh, my God, I cannot read this right now. What? This? It's too I know, real. It's I, know. No. I know, I know, 
I know. Someone from my past. I know. See, let's, can I introduce the goddamn topic? Then we get into your feelings, ho. So y'all, this week, it's really important because again, the person that I'm, I'm currently talking to now has completely changed a lot of things that I've said in the past. Weezy has had different lovers over the show where she had all these feelings, but there was just a lot going on either with her job or with what they had going on. And we don't know that a person is wrong for us until we look back and see that possibly just the timing was wrong. So the horrible decision for this week is right person, wrong time. I want to talk about that because we a lot of times think that someone is right for us. And when we look back, we realize, damn, they weren't even the ones that we thought was right for us. And so I wanted to talk about this because the heartbreaking truth about it is meeting the right person at the wrong time really just means that that's not the right person. Dude, honestly, this is just so weird for me because... Look, you ain't even know I was... I I felt like Mandy's in my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, I swear to God I ain't hacking your shit. This is so raw for me because somebody from my past i don't even want to say who it was because i feel like maybe even some of y'all will know him and it's like whatever but you know i had this conversation recently where during corona i've been you know trying to keep up with people that i care about and you know just at whatever capacity that may be in a respectful way to every single party them a current lover whatever so Basically, this person was like, if you can't be with me, then I don't need you to hit me up anymore. Do me a favor. If you know I'm in love with you and you know how I feel about you and you can't reciprocate it and I can't do this with you. Don't hit me up. Don't ask me how I'm doing. Don't even fucking see me in the street and speak to me. And it like broke my heart because I was like, damn, it it made me feel terrible that like, of course, I have love for this person, but like. Why shut me out like that? And he literally cannot handle us even being cordial if we're not together. And he's like, don't fucking crash into my life. That was like literally the words he said to me. And I feel like shit. He's like, I can't watch you with someone else. I can't be front row and root you like root for you with someone else. And was like, no fucking way. And he was like, do you feel like if if. If coronavirus was happening and Old Bay wasn't in the picture, that you would give a second chance with him? Like, do you feel like you're in a space now where maybe you could give him what you weren't able to give him in the past or vice versa? Is he able to give you what you think you want no, at this I moment? About it all the t- I, I've been thinking about it like, why wasn't I with him? And at the end of the day, I just don't think we matched. And the sad part about that is like, love is just not enough. I feel like you know who I'm talking about because... Girl, you done been in love with so many niggas. Oh. But like Oh. It's just But see, I didn't even know you really loved that nigga like that. I didn't really feel like I mean I you needed, did, but I didn't need to talk about it on the show because I just didn't want to. And not everything I mean, I'll share less than y'all think. And some horror stories too. But yeah, I mean it, it really hit me like, oh wow, I did. It's just that, no, our just lives don't fucking match. Like, it's like love is just not enough. And I right. kept thinking that it was. And I had this conversation with Alex uh, yesterday. I ran into him in the Lower East Side and we were talking. And he was like, nigga, like, and I told him how hurt I was that he said that. 
I was like, you know, I feel bad about fucking feeling heartbroken over some somebody like that from my past. Like I felt guilty about it. But also, you know, you do feel like, wow, when you see someone that feels that strongly about you and you know there's nothing you could do about it. Because And he said to me, like, I know you love me, but you don't love me like I love you. And that's why I can't talk to you. Oh, wow. And I was like, fuck. It made I, me feel terrible. And it, no, we're not together because it may feel like he's the right person in moments, but long term or not and he always says that like i think in spreadsheets he's like you're not with me because you have a spreadsheet mind you want to plan your things like this and blah 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 blah. and actually it's funny because out of the two of us i'm not that person but realistically i kind of do plan my life a little bit in a way and when i think about it i'm like no it doesn't fit we don't fit i like certain things you don't like certain things it's too much classic clashing and i do believe that just because there's love there it doesn't mean anything when opposites don't really attract in my book yeah. i do not think and i know people say it maybe extroverted introvert attracts right but as far as like oh that my my nigga's definitely that i understand like quiet that, and i'm the because you bet that's a balance right right, right but right. when you the interests aren't there and like even just stuff where, times where he'd be condescending, like I'll remember one conversation. This is so basic to say, and I hope he doesn't hear this. But it and it's simple. Bitch, he just ain't have enough money for you. But we ain't gonna talk about that. That's not true. <laughs> he said to me something about Soho House. Like, why do you even go there? If da 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 da. And like the he said something about how they like treat people. And like, well, why would you want to be in a place like that? And da da da. And I'm like, look. There are places, and I like, I just, it bothered me so much because I'm like, I want to do elevated shit, whether it be travel somewhere or go to a luxury hotel. And you may always think like that. And I can't be with someone that's fucking thinking like that. I don't like simple shit. I just like, that's what I want to spend my money on. I want to fucking eat overpriced food because I can't. I like the scene oh, of it. Okay, Evian, Miss Bray, calm me? down. But we you know. eat the same way, Mandy. I know, I know, but I know, I know. So you feel me because I do, I do, but I don't be eating, you know. I mean, I'll That's take, I'll take a little chopped cheese no. at the deli. So will I. Okay. But do you tell me that when you spend your money and you want to congratulate yourself or something? Oh, yeah. I go to like SGK. Okay. I don't want to feel and, guilty. And, and look, my ass don't even eat a lot. So I'll be like, ooh, let me go somewhere with the crudo, the little yellowtail crudo. That's my shit. <laughs> well, I like the little raw fish. I just felt like at the end of the day, love is not enough when... In the long term, shit, like, it just won't work. I know the kind of shit I need in my right. life. I know the kind of person I am. And I know I, I don't want to fucking feel guilty because I'm about to tell you I'm about to do this shit with my homegirls. Yeah, I want to fucking spend $23 on a drink because I want to and because right. I can. Yeah. I don't want to be like, oh, about to, it. To me, when I when I read this, and even with what's going on now with, with my dating life, um, Jacksonville, um, he's been... He reached out to me during quarantine. Bitch, you were in love with him. With him. Only, one of the only times I've ever heard you cry if it wasn't for like a crisis. Was, was him. him. When I moved up to New York, it had even got to the point where we were talking about engagement. I went down and spent over a week with him in Jacksonville. And, Why do they know? And he wanted. They can I don't know. They have to. Head. They have to. Oh, girl. Perpendicular didn't hit me up. Um, fucking golden shower didn't hit me up what? um if i tell you all the niggas from the past that didn't hit me up dear motherfucking quarantine because i'm like they hey, realize they care like, about somebody so jacksonville hit me up and was like oh my god i'm so proud to see the things you're doing everything that you said you would do and mind you um when i did this i was what 22 maybe 23 when i went down there and we were talking about like furthering our relationship and what's crazy is we're about 10 or 11 years in age difference and so back then when i went down there i had my little 
I had my little crop tops. He hated me wearing crop tops. I I had porn star sex all the time, which he didn't like. And he also didn't like that I was bisexual and dealt with women. And at the time, I was a bartender. This was before getting back into school and all of this stuff. And so at that time, I was ready. I thought I was. At 22, I was like, I just want to be with you. I'm ready. Marriage, whatever you want, I'll give to you. I'll move down. Like, I was really in a space where I was like, I can give you everything you want. I'm a good woman. At the time, I'll be honest with you. A bitch couldn't really boil water. So I'm really saying all this shit, but I couldn't cook. I couldn't like realistically, I I still did want to have fun and go to the club and be, you know, do whole trips and all that stuff like that. Well, you're young. I was young, but in my mind, I did think I was ready. And I thought that he was the most perfect man for me. Our sex was amazing. I had a great time with him. His job, like he traveled. So I, I always met him in, like other cities, like around Florida sometimes. But I was just like, I'm ready to be with you. And it's funny because I look back now and bitch, there was nothing about me that was ready for a relationship. And he would tell me that. It's because, and I would think he it's was because just, you see in that moment, the idea of a man that you'd want to be with. Yes. But so you're like, that's what I want. That's, that's what I want. Man. Yes. But even though your life isn't ready. And I wasn't and ready. I just mean, honestly, if you're meant to be, it'll fucking happen. I think the reason that. I'm feeling so guilty in this moment right now is because one of the things he says to me was like, you don't want me. And like hearing those words hurt when you know you care about someone. Right. You know what I mean? And like, that's how you feel when someone can't be with you. But you feel like you don't want me, but, but I don't believe that's true. But also I'm to the point now too, where I realize as far as being a hoe, not only being a hoe, but like, y'all know, I, I, I really like me some felon bay. And when I met him, I was, in my third or fourth year of college, I was just about to start um, EY. So I was just starting my career. And in my mind, nothing about him fit, fit that. But also my money still wasn't necessarily where I wanted it to be. So in my mind, I still, when I dated someone, I thought about, okay, financially, what could this person do for me? And so now I'm at a time where my heart is open because I don't have that ulterior motive of wanting a man with super high finances because I don't need someone to finance my life anymore. So even the ideas of dating now, I'm realizing I was looking at men and dating men to see what they could do for me because I wasn't completely fulfilled with myself. And now that I feel like I can buy what I want, I'm living comfortably, I'm doing what I you love to do. You just want someone that's going to enhance your life. So, so even let me tell you. I was stressed because this week I knew I had to call with uh with, with my lawyer, talking to you, set up calls. I have a whole new company I'm building, which is fucking stressing me out. And then I'm starting my trucking business. So I just have all of this stuff this week. And he like we're, we're on the phone and I'm telling him literally everything I have to do. I know we're coming to the studio. I'm like, it's a whole clusterfuck this week. And the the thing that he said to me that just had me like, oh, my God, you're exactly what I wanted. I sat here and told him everything I was doing this week. And he was like, well, what do you need me to do? And him just saying that my response was, I just want you to be with me on whatever days I have some free time. I would, I just want you to come over and take me to home Depot. But I literally just, said, I just, I just want your company as an escape. Like when I'm with him, my phone is in another room. I don't open it. And we just have our own. That's time. Honestly. And he old as fuck. So bitch, he be having me watch all these fucking movies from the eighties and nineties. I'd be like, Ooh, look at Denzel what? looking all young. Time is probably something <laughs> like you never had. No. 
from other men. No, like, I haven't. You know what? It's really when when you live in the same city. So I told him that when I was drunk too. I was like, "This is why I don't. I gotta stop drinking. I just be opening up around that nigga." So we at the beach. I'm naked as fuck, still stroking his dick, and I just like, I just want to let you know, like all the other guys in, in my past. Yeah, they gave me gifts and flew me around the world and did all of these things for me, but I never got the time that you give me. And I'm sure he just thought it, he calls me Cincy. His name is Hippo. Since he is for sensitive hippos, because I think he a hypocrite. He be talking about me traveling, (laughs) but I'm like, nigga, you, you go around everybody. You, you with your daddy one day, your sister the next, your homeboys the next, your, you know what I mean? Oh, because so he's like, Corona. So, yeah, so I'm like, nigga, don't talk about me flying and your ass around different people every day with Bro, your hypocrite let me tell you something. For those of you guys who are scared to travel, the second you get on a plane, you'll be like, oh, okay. Like, I mean, I ain't gonna hold you. I told you, I'd rather, I feel more comfortable in a sex club than home goods. You know my marshals allows 104 people in there? And I don't I'm know like, mar- the marshals did, but. but. And home goods allows 90. The sex club ain't allowing that many people. So I'm safe. I feel like we safer in the sex Honestly, club. Honestly, I have ways that I, I'm carrying on about living my life now. And y'all could be judgy about it or not. I don't give a fuck. It's mine to live. The only reason I'm going to keep getting tested is because of other people. Yeah. At this point, I feel like for my space and mental health, I do need to socialize. My nigga, I, have, I was thinking, no bullshit, crazy ass thoughts about like, Oh, how long would this last? How long could I live like this? Like being a lot. Do you know how fucking I just want to apologize. I have a happy life. Right. I'm not, not, nothing is going wrong with me. My parents are healthy. My money's plentiful. I'm happy as far as my relationship. And I legit, I was thinking, how long can I be alive like this? That's crazy shit. So the thing that I'm doing is boosting my immune system, mm-hmm. keeping myself healthy, keeping active keeping my body heavy and alkaline, trying to oxygenate my blood, and that's all I could fucking do. Hold on. What'd you say? Oxygenate. Oxygenate. Hold on. You bitch, you know I gotta see it. That's a word, bitch, because I'm gonna come for your ass. Oxygen. Oxygen. Oh, bitch, it is a word. Okay. Oxygen. Supply, treat, charger, enrich with oxygen. It is a verb with object. Okay. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have, hardwired inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcast. Anyways, y'all, we're going to get into the motherfucking home mail this week. And I sent this to Weezy. 
And she was like, bro, is is this, is, are these people real? So they DM'd me. I'm not going to put out, they DM'd me on Twitter. I won't put out their name, but they are located in Detroit. Um, so I'll ask him if I can put his name out. If any of you men listening want to offer up your services oh again, guys, if you guys want to send in a home mail DMs, I lose. I only have this cause they sent it this morning. But if you guys want to send us a home mail, make sure you write us at horrible decisions at gmail.com. So this starts off. Um, good morning. I hope I caught you at an extremely giving and generous mood. Oh boy, that's how you know this nigga needs Listen, help. he really needed some help, but this is crazy what he needed help with, bruh. I've listened to your podcast off and on for years and love it. Long story short, I'm addicted to my wife getting fucked in front of me. Oh boy. Like MMF, train, I don't care. Problem is, the nigga's dicks are too small. I'm well endowed myself, but I'm not opposed to my wife getting a dick my size or bigger. I actually fiend for it. We just suck at finding guys. We're in Detroit, and it's not that really many attractive black couples we can find. Any tips or tips just getting niggas for her and the ones that know how to shut up and not run their mouth if you're running his wife at their pleasure. To put it into perspective. I want my wife, that wasn't enough. you know, right. I want my wife to be like the woman from she's got to have it and get dick that she wants because I genuinely love it for her. We swing and I just love seeing her get berated with dicks and her being open as a woman. It doesn't change my love for her. It actually amplifies it. My favorite porn star. She's my favorite porn star to clean up and my best friend. As a woman and a quote-unquote whore, I hope you can understand. I want her to do me how men do women and get fucked and creamed in like Wheezy said before. I want to be my wife's nasty stag, but she needs bigger and better dicks. Any advice? I just want to look up stag really quick. Isn't stag a horse? It's an animal, right? A male deer. I want to see if it like means something. Oh, it's a male deer. I knew it was like an animal. Deer, horse, same thing. So before we start, oh, I'll actually... Got oh. it. Stag, Urban Dictionary. The male half of a relationship who allows and finds sexual gratification in allowing and even encouraging his female partner to have sex with other men. Not why, be- why do you read so fast? I think they would love this definition. So can you slow it? Slow what it down. Too fast? What? 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 Also, real shit. I felt like I was. My brain is on a hundred. The male half of a relationship who allows and finds sexual gratification in allowing and even encouraging his female partner to have sex with other men. Not to be confused with the cuckold, because the male is typically weak and into humiliation. Stags are dominant, but want to share their woman. I like that. I didn't know that. So look at y'all. We learning with y'all. Jesus, like it's a deer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I figured it was. It was just such a random word to say. So around. stag. Um. So I like that because yeah, I'm not gonna lie. When you we do think definitely of, do a stag episode, and when now. you think of cuckolding, you do think of um the man being more submissive. I know who's a stag. The thruple guy. How? He, well, he doesn't necessarily want it, but he was like saying how he didn't care if his girl fucked other niggas. He had but, a dominant yeah, presence. I feel like he's he more so just wants her to go out and fuck big dicks. Like this guy doesn't seem like he's in the room all the time or cares to be in the room all the time. He said, "I just wanted to get big dicks." He nasty. I ain't gonna hold you. Uh uh-uh, uh, don't be kink shaming. Uh 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 uh, don't do it. Oh, okay, he's, nasty. he's a nasty nigga. I, I like, like nasty niggas. <laughs> <laughs> That's the clip. There we go. Um, so my my bit of advice for this would be actually, um, there are um. FetLife, 
uh, My Wild Lifestyle, go on these apps and men, there's a lot of men that want to partake in these type of engagements. So you just requesting big dicks. Like you can literally ask looking for a, I know you're going to hate it, a BBC. You can use those hashtags or you can, you can. You can make a Twitter for this, too. I feel like it's Craigslist all the way shut down because I ain't going to lie to you. When I don't feel like watching porn, I used to go to, like, Craigslist and just read. It used to make I me kinda, so wet. I kind of want, oh. like, an old school Craigslist hoe So like, come I, on. I ain't going to hold you. I used to just go on Craigslist just to read these people just offering their bodies I know up. Um, two chicks that we know. From back in the day, the one you don't fuck with, she was doing <laughs> Craigslist. Um, she, I wasn't really her friend like that either, but I know she was doing it. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. She was like, when she had her hotel room, me and my ex, we picked her up to take her to a strip club or something. She's like, oh, this dude left his phone here. Da, 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 da. And I was like, oh. Craigslist? And what's the, other, what's, what's the other one? And they always put the little squiggly line asterisks to her like, what's the other 100 one, roses. What's the other one? They got shut down. Eros? No. Backpage. Back Boom. Anyways, I suggest you to go on to one of the kink sites. Um, also, there's if you look up even the hashtags, honestly, on Instagram. So swingers, poly, open relationships. And I started seeing those has- hashtags from the, the relationship goals. When you go to their um, podcast page, you see them use the hashtags a lot. I think that people... Definitely utilize those. So if you don't want to get onto what like lifestyle gang, uh, yeah. If you don't want to I'll, get onto an actual it. app, I would say get onto and Twitter. Twitter has the best porn stars, the best amateur people, a lot of those OnlyFans people. And honestly, a lot of people look for people to shoot content with. I'm not sure if you're comfortable with your wife being shot on film, but if you like that kind of stag position to where you liked watching her get fucked by Here, big dicks. Here's the ones that consider I'm looking that. at. The, uh, hashtags. I just clicked on them. Hashtag Polly Proud. Hashtag Us3. Hashtag Polly. Hashtag Pride. Um, hashtag... Three relationship goals, relationship goals, polyamory, um, lifestyle. I don't. I know you said you hate that word, but I told you lifestyle really black, po- black and poly hashtag black and poly nation. Um, no, I. I mean, I hate the word life. I, I, I'm just teasing when I say that. Like, I'm, I'm like, because you never know what like yeah. what lifestyle. But I would. I would suggest too, though. Like I said, getting on Twitter. Um, there's a ton of people there that are looking for other other people to shoot with and just play with. Um, also, if you're a stag and you like to feel dominant, I think the most dominant thing a, a motherfucker can do is be dominant with them pockets. So feel free to, to buy, di- to, to pay for dick. I for was her. just going to say, like, I think as far as professionalism goes, like, what if, I don't know, if y'all don't want to, I feel like people like want to do nasty things. They're like, how do you not find someone weird? Do you pay them? Yeah, I would say look, look into paying people, especially guys with big dicks do feel like they need to be taken care of a King lot. Noir do a oh, King Noir, yeah. Well, it's COVID. Niggas ain't traveling like that no more. Oh, they oh, in, Detroit. in Detroit. They're in Detroit. Not that I don't well, know. Well, di- didn't we have a Detroit cup? No, in Detroit we had a blowjob. We had the blowjob in Detroit. Oh, she was great. Yeah, she was great. Um, but yeah, I would say honestly, get on get on some some message boards and find the lifestyle community in Detroit. And there's a ton of men. Men are easy to give up dick. Can you? I wonder. I need to figure out if you could do this shit on Reddit. I know Reddit's really white, but I get in the hole, dog. Reddit. Be That's having, so white. I don't well, get on Reddit. I only like it because I'm starting to get into conspiracy theories. Oh Jesus! And like, let's see. Are they here? Are they here? Oh. Okay. All right. Um, well, y'all, y'all can't get a long episode because our guests are almost on time today. 
<laughs> no, but guys, um, I do want to shout out to everyone who has subscribed, rated us, followed us on Instagram. That's at horrible underscore decisions. Also keep up with us on Twitter at horrible pod. Again, thank y'all for supporting us, watching us on YouTube and just fuck y'all in the comments. Oh, but shout out to all requests. Um, Mandy and I, as we told you, we have some new changes coming. So few things that we want. We want to try a new segment. We've talked, we've done hors d'oeuvres. This is, I really like, especially when guests come on and they can give us their tips. Mm -hmm. And you know, we're not a normal, normally like a sex tippy show, I feel like, but it has been fun to do those. So take this email, not just for home mail, horrible decisions. And I want you to put show suggestions. And when you say that, let either guest suggestions, but when you have a guest suggestion, please tell us who. Direct yeah. us to a Twitter. Direct us to it. Don't be like, yo, y'all should get couples that eat each other's ass and spit it in people's mouths. Oh, cool. Dude, Great. Have you seen it on <laughs> Pornhub? Like, I don't mind reaching out, but like, just be the liaison. Um, I do know that I've, I've heard and we've received a lot of comments that they do want to see more couples. And so I am in communication with two I more couples. So much I like the couples. couples. I think that that's a, I think that that's a Yo, great I, I told Mandy recently and I really do want it. I want like some drama on the show. That's not us. We is so not Maury. Y'all, she wants, if she you're wants having an issue with your baby mother and you want to confront her, come to the studio. We are in New York. We'll social distance. Y'all won't be able to fight because we'll keep the table apart. But I want y'all to talk about your fucking problems, dog. Fact. Do that. We could do like, Oh, maybe exes. If you want to get back with your ex, look, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's see what else. We don't have people that, mm, we did pup play. What else do I want? Black lesbian couples. Someone wrote us, write me back if you're nasty and you're black and lesbian. I think that'd be great. We haven't had a black lesbian. I also would love a poly couple with two men. So if we can get two men and a woman in here, you already know I want to talk about that. I'm trying to think what else. I do have some, some people who are bi. Fat white girl with a black guy. I feel like I see y'all in the street and we need to talk about it. Oh my God. If you know that you a big white girl and you it's know. It's called a pog. They're called pogs. No, I'm not talking about. Fat ass white girl. I'm only saying fat, by the way, because Ashley Chubby Bunny said that word is fine. But no, for real. But I only when like, you're fat. But your man has to be obsessed with big white girls. Okay. No bullshit. Okay. You have to be one of those to where black guys will not stop fucking you. And I want you to come on this show. We're not going to read you because I'm not going to talk shit about you until the next episode. Oh, my <laughs> God. You know what? Guys, anyways, I want to thank all of y'all who continue to support us during quarantine. As you see, we off the motherfucking Zoom. But become a patron. We drop three bonus episodes a month. So that is patreon.com backslash horrible decisions. We are going to leave you guys with a five minute bonus clip at the end of the show. Again, I want to thank y'all for motherfucking supporting us, motherfucking riding with us. And it's been all good. It's another episode of horrible decisions. Catch that nut. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Here's another good one. That you brought up Issa and Molly's friendship growing apart from a friend. Mandy even knows when do you know friendships run of course, and is it possible to outgrow a friendship and end can, it amicably? Can, can, can they can they hear those questions? Can they hear those questions? Because bitch, this is pre-production. I want them to know. I, I really thought about. I it. actually think that I am the Issa, and I think it could be a bad thing. And let me tell you guys why. Okay, real quick, guys, just so you know the questions, because I didn't even hear how you read it, and I'm looking at it while you're reading it. So. We're going to get into the topic now. Of course, um, Issa and Molly's friendship, they started growing apart as friends. And it was really just because they were in two different parts of their lives. And so the questions that I asked for Weezy and I to break this down is, when do you know a friendship has run its course? And is it possible to outgrow a friendship and end amicably? Does it have to end? And I think that that's what we I were seeing actually in season four. I have a lot of feelings about that. A few people come to my mind. But now I want to 
keep in mind, this has nothing to do with, let's take out a friend that pissed you off and you got to fight with. Because when you said to outgrow, I think those are the friendships that kind of like linger and you're not sure why you have them. But the reason I felt like Issa is because I don't do well with letting a friendship end because I don't know why it's happening. I think that means something's wrong. And so I'll just do my best to keep it when I don't even need it. And I think that it can come across very like, I don't know, juvenile almost, but I had a friend recently where like I linked up with her for lunch and we had nothing to talk about that in common anymore, but I, I was the one who pushed for it. And then I set up a time to meet up with her again. And I was like, why did I do that? It was like word vomit. Oh, let's do it again next Saturday. And I didn't even want to fucking see her next Saturday. Uh, and this is a few months ah. ago, but I realized it's because, oh, it's this failure thing in my head instead of just growth. Like people change and it's totally okay. Like you can acknowledge what you had with someone at that time. Shit, me and you, we were fun. We had fun. We were young. We were kids and we just don't, we're not the same way. And I, I think it's like, it, it's such an issue for us learning and growing up that when things end, a breakup, a friendship, whatever, you did something wrong, they did something wrong, and you feel guilty about it. So instead of that guilt, we would rather just keep some shit that we don't need. I mean, I think that that's how I view a lot of my friendships from back home, which is why I say I don't care to ever really go to Orlando. I don't have, like, a lot of the the friends that I did have and that I, you know, grew up with, they all have kids, partners, never traveled. I remember the last time I went, I had, um, I, I went out to lunch with two of my, two of my homegirls and we went to like this New Orleans restaurant. They had never even been to New Orleans. So bitch, they didn't know shit about was like, we literally had nothing in common. I don't care about kids. So I don't want to hear about your little, your little shit. Yeah. And I, you know, I have a whole different lifestyle that they don't understand. So I was just like, okay, well, this kind of probably won't last much longer. Like as, and and it's not that we hate each other, but we like each other's pics on Instagram. We be in the DMs and we keep it pushing. Sometimes that's all you um, need though. Like I like knowing that I have that with some people, you know, it, it's weird because when your lives do go in different directions, you want to enhance your friends' lives. You don't want them to feel right. like it doesn't match. Like I think Sarita is a great example because we've never stopped being friends and we won't, we really love each other. But I do know we live different lives, and I think that's why we talk less, you know? But I love talking to – she came to our show, bought tickets. That felt great to see her. Husband does my taxes. It's nice to see her. But I do realize we don't talk as much because, you know, she's got her grown-ass kids out the house, and her and Alan are doing their thing, and I'm just sitting here with my same little bullshit. But but also, when I call her now, the conversations are a little different. You know, maybe I'll ask her for help. She, She was a therapist from a mental health perspective or advice about colleagues or whatever. Like those have been the things we've talked about in the last few years. And I'm like, okay, it's changed. It's not going to be the every day, every week call because her life is different. That's cool to me. Like, I don't see. So do they have to end? Um, if it becomes toxic in the way that Molly and Issa's friendship was to where it was affecting their moods, they didn't even like they looked at the call and you could tell it just like, ugh, like, ugh, I don't really want to answer this. I think when thing when a when oh, a friendship becomes that. toxic or when a when a friendship can affect your mood for the day or or how you move and you don't even want to like 
there was a scene where she really wanted this food and she saw Molly in the restaurant. So she didn't even eat the food when things, when a friendship starts to feel like weight that you're carrying, that's when I think it's time to just, okay, really revise it and think to yourself, is this, is this worth it? And like I said, even in, in the dealing with mental health with partners, I think that you need to look at how your, how energies affect you. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, how you decide whether a friendship is worth it. Or not. I've had that call with a friend that like is a friend and we're getting attitudes with each other on the phone and then about to hang out. And I'm like, why am I doing this shit? Like why? For what? It's, it's some For what? dumb shit. I haven't done it recently as an adult, but you know, one of my friends who checks me a lot and I remember it used to bother me. Sometimes Charday would be like, Bitch, you told me we were hanging out today, and I know we always cancel plans, but you can at least let me know five minutes before. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas, and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. 